All right, it is time for What You Need to Know. What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. This is Sedano and Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Momo in for Sedano. Laura getting set with What You Need to Know, and then we're going to get back to this story, and we're going to find out about Ramona being naked and afraid while out there (laughs) in the middle of nowhere. But Laura Romo. At Unique, U-N-E-E-Q underscore, on Twitter, on Instagram. Laura, good afternoon. What do we need to know? What's up, Cap? Thanks for the shout-out. Follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have so many what-you-need-to-know stories that I was like, damn, which one should I pick? But because yesterday you guys called me a Debbie Downer, I'm going to go with a a positive one because the other two are kind of sad and kind of down. So I'm going to go with another one. But I got to switch the music for this one. So you guys are going to hear it cut. And then I'm going to play this song because it's my boy, Julio Diaz. I mean, my boy in my head, right? Because I would love to meet him. Julio! It's it's his 25th birthday. So felicidades. See. Well, I was going to let Chanta sing. And I talked about Vicente the other day. So, you know, it's just kind of all goes together. But shout out to Julio Diaz because I still don't think he gets enough love. I love the Dodgers, but I think he needs a little bit more love over there. It's his 25th birthday. So it's a big year, man. Like, that's a huge year. Being 25, I feel like sometimes you're kind of like, who am I? Where am I going to go? And, you know, he's a champion. He did it for us. So I just wanted to show him some love. Y feliz cumpleaños. Very nice. Happy birthday, Julio Urias. That's cool, man. All right. That's it, right? There's no reaction on that. No, that's <laughs> it. No, just birthday. say happy just birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. cumpleaños. That's right. I mean, I could do another yeah. story, but it's sad, so I want to do a happy one. I could play the Mañanita song. No. I mean, At this maybe. point, you should have just started with the sad one. No, no, I know, right? Because no. no, no, like... you don't know what happened. You guys yeah. don't know what happened yesterday. You know, Laura always, every time I'm like not 100% like high on the Dodgers, she plays the, the Debbie Downer song for me. And yesterday, she got into something. I was like, wait a second. Now you're the Debbie Downer, and I don't have control of playing the song. And she actually played the Debbie Downer song on herself which yeah. was great well because you guys kind of pressured me into it so you know i had to do it but here's the thing momo what you need to know is things that i want people to know right it's yeah. like my own thing so for me vicente fernandez is playing in the background con las mayanitas yeah. and he had a fall and he's on a ventilator so oh. it, it is oh. sad yeah it is, is it, sad that sounds bad he's in critical stable condition but i was just like yo that's something i want my people to know it's yeah. a big thing for me so yeah it's sad but it's what you need to know. So don't call me a Debbie Downer just because I I'm informing that. you. You know I what agree. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Laura. Because Cap is Dile. a Debbie Downer when it comes to the Dodgers. So I'm going to put him on blast because, you know, he's a Padres fan. And that's just what we do because we Dodger fans. All right. Okay. Whew, that was my soapbox. There you go. All right. Well, we all, we all want to know what happened here. So, so Ramona, pick up the story. For those of you oh, who are back. just getting with us. Ramona was telling us that she loves this show, Naked and Afraid, and I like the show as well. And I had just been watching uh, an episode where these, this, these two people meet in the middle of Alaska. It's just freezing ass cold, but the two of them are butt naked. They kill a porcupine. They eat this porcupine. They're trying to uh, fish. They're, they're walking oh, through yeah. frozen water. I mean, everything sounded horrible about it. And by the way, Ramona, you know what the worst part of Naked and Afraid is? Mm. Is being barefoot. Like, to me, that's yeah, all I think I about. That. Like yeah. the, the freezing part I could never deal with because I'm way too much. I, I'm too tropical. But I got to say, being barefoot anywhere, that that would be the one thing I think I'd bring for Naked and Afraid. I'm like, no, I got to have shoes. 
Yeah, that's something they make all the time too, especially when they're in really hot or cold climates because like your feet get frostbite or they get burned or cut. Or, yeah, that's a bit, there's a lot of things that are big problems there if you watch that show. Um, but there's a lot of, there's like a lot of ways around it too. Some people are like, they kind of do find that, you know, like the whole naked part, you just kind of put your bag over you. They, they, they give you like one little bag that, that you're supposed to hold your yeah. machete in. So yeah. everybody just kind of uses that. Yeah, it's I don't mind the naked do. part. I'll be naked anywhere with anybody. Yeah. I don't really care about that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were telling the story. Yeah. So you and your mom. So, we, so, so, we go, so we're going up there. I'll, I'll just pick it up. Yeah. The, uh, so it was just like a, our annual trip, but I was into backpacking at that point, and I was just going to drag my, my mom out there. And she was going to kind of – my mom's game. My mom's, like, game for adventure. So she was going to trust me that I was going to – she's like, okay, I'll do it as long as you carry everything. Like, yeah, I got it. I got the backpack. <laughs> okay. So we go. It's a little late in the day because we kind of slept in late on the way, on the way, on the way up there. So – we probably didn't start walking until like three, which is a little late to be starting a six mile hike. Mm -hmm. And our camp spot was six miles in, so we had to keep going. And by the time we got to the, you know, the part on the map where it looked like, okay, this would be a good spot to, you know, to camp for the night, it was totally dark, which is not, it was never a good idea. Um, you're pitching your tent in the dark. You're trying, to, you're trying to cook your food in the dark. You get, I had like a lantern and that's it. And I had to set everything else up in the dark. But we had come down this road where there was like a, and we had to walk really fast because we've got such a late start. So we're all sweaty, dirty from the walk. I didn't want to sleep like that. There was like a creek that you could go down there. And at night, we just took the lantern, went down there and just went skinny dipping in the creek. And there's nobody up there. I mean, we're six miles in. There's nobody out there at night. So we go, go do this. And I'm like, that was kind of fun. It was like, you know, a little scary to do that. But it's like super refreshing after this like really hot, dusty hike. And you're going to go to sleep for the night. In the morning, we wake up really early because you wake up when the sun comes up when you go camping like that. And we're like, let's, let's go take a shower down in that creek. There's nobody here. I mean, it's like 8 a.m. Like, who's going to be here this early? We're or six miles in. That was unfortunate because this was like a very public trail that we were on. And we were down in the creek like skinny dipping and like definitely two or three sets of campers come by. And there's just nothing you can do. <laughs> you're just like yep this is me yep <laughs> never we, see you and, again so i yeah, don't care never so like what do you do do you like just go under the water or you just were like yep i'm here i mean it was kind of not that deep it was just kind of a creek where we're just butt naked out there like <laughs> in the morning there's nothing that you can't cover yourself with anything because like could be poison oak you just gotta live and learn with it and that was that was yeah so the lesson is Skinny dipping at night is okay. Skinny dipping in the morning, not okay. Uh, People will see you. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lesson. But I think, I mean, I was like 21. I didn't have anything to hide, but like props to my mom, right? Props to my mom who's out there too. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because She's you're game. like, well, you're like, I'm 21. I got nothing yeah. to hide. You know, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in like prime time shape yeah. i'm playing softball college athlete Stanford. like whatever right. yeah i'm looking good <laughs> and i don't know how old mom is at this point how's mom doing she's great she's in good shape my mom she's a tai chi yoga she's in shape still you know i don't know i'm i'm closer to her age now than i was to 21 okay i don't know if i would do that now <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> i don't know <laughs> would you ever go on that show naked and afraid hell no Hell, maybe I would do Survivor. I would probably do Survivor. I like that show. Um, but they're clothed, and, and there's, like, they give them rice, and they get some flint and stuff. Like, Survivor's <laughs> not. Survivor's tough, but it's not Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid is just unnecessarily 
bad. Like it's just unnecessarily like trying to make you tortured. And I mean, the last one they were in the bayou, they're killing alligators out there. No, thank you. Oh, dude, that's the oh, whole yeah. thing. You know, like no. snakes. I, I was telling you about this snakes, episode. I was they're watching always eating snakes. Yeah, yeah. I was watching this episode in Alaska. There were bears everywhere. Oh, yeah, you know. Like yeah. I, I, I just, they, they were walking through this freezing cold water. Oh yeah. I was like, oh man. I don't know how you ever warm up from that. You know? No, you don't. Whenever I watch the show, I'm always binging it, binge watching it at night. And I have the weirdest dreams after. Do not binge watch that at night. Uh, that's funny. You say that because, um, I've, I've just gotten onto the show, the morning show. Oh yeah. That's a good and, one. And have you seen the whole season? Of course. Yeah. Okay, I watched I'm, it when it first came out. I'm way late to the party. I mean, way late to the party. And we're watching an episode every night. And I just watched episode two last night. And if you remember what happened in episode two, at the mm -hmm. very end, there's this this twist where Jennifer Aniston's character is like, oh, my God, they're going to replace me. Yeah. You know? And they're not going to give me control of who my co-host is going to be. So at this really fancy gala, she stands up and she makes this announcement where, where Reese Witherspoon's character is going to become her co-host. Um, for anybody that doesn't watch the show, spoiler alert, I've just ruined it for you. But Nah, you're right. There's right. Enough time has passed. Yeah. Right, exactly. There's uh, Again, I'm way late to the party. Um, but it, it sparked these dreams last night, and I woke up this morning, and my girlfriend wasn't in bed, and she goes, I, where, she goes I've been up since 4.30 in the morning. I said, well, well, what happened? She goes, well, you were talking in your sleep. And I go, oh. Like, like really talking? She's like, yeah. And she was like saying things like, like I was, I was saying all these things to people and she's recounting for me what I was saying. And then it sparked for me, like what I had been dreaming about. <laughs> and there's so much drama in that show. And I bit all my fingernails off watching episode two. And it somehow must've sparked something in me that while I was sleeping, I, uh, I was yelling and screaming at people. Don't you disrespect me. Don't you tell me what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I was humiliated when I woke up. It's so hard. With our, and and it's, it's something that I think people in our industry will watch differently than just the general public. If you're not in the media, you, you might watch that show very with a different, with a very different eye than you and I would. Right. <laughs> We've all seen a lot of things in our time of, People trying to hold on to jobs, trying to get jobs, trying to, you know, it's a lot of backstabbing and shuffling that goes on in between. Yeah. Um, and none of it really ever makes it on air. It's all yep. behind the scenes. Yep. <laughs> all right. So Momo is in for yeah. Sedano today. Sedano and Kaplan here on 710 ESPN. Hey, Momo, uh, story that broke earlier today. I want to get you uh, to jump mm -hmm. in on this. Um, and I say jump in on it because I know that today you were uh, one of the hosts of The Jump. And uh, so a lot of NBA talk. But Kawhi Leonard today re-signs with the Clippers a four-year deal and it's $176 million. And listen, I mean, to me, I understand how great Kawhi Leonard is as a player and as, you know, he's a champion and a defensive player of the year and an MVP of the finals. I get it all. But again, I, I got to say, like, I'm concerned about who Kawhi is. And I say I'm concerned. I mean, like, if I'm a Clipper fan, if I'm the Clippers ownership, like I'm I'm a little I'm a little worried about injuries and then how he responds to injuries. I mean, he's a superstar and I don't think that the Clippers really were in a position to not re-sign him necessarily, but just give me an opinion. What do you think about what the Clippers did today? I mean, I think it's I don't think they had a choice and I think that the longer he would commit to them the better. He had an option to do a one and one. Uh like a you know, one year this sign for this year and then have a player option on next year, which 
that's kind of tough for them. I mean, he's not even going to play this year. It, it, maybe he comes back for the playoffs, but probably not. So you're basically doing a one-on-one and then just giving him a player option next year to be a free agent. Um, but he's got them in a, in a position where they just kind of have to do whatever he wants. Like he doesn't, they don't have any way of ever replacing him. They're so hard capped. I mean, I was, I was just looking at the, the hard cap numbers or the luxury tax numbers. Hold on. Let me, let me find this from Bobby, Bobby Marks for you. Okay. Um, all right. Here is the luxury tax payments for this year. All right. The teams that the, the per tax distribution is $13 million. So in other words, Eight teams in the NBA, eight of the 30 teams are over the luxury tax and they're paying um, the other tw- the, the other 22 teams get dis- uh, payouts, right? Mm-hmm. So you either pay the tax or you get paid back from the tax. You get money or you pay into it. So the eight teams in the tax, okay? Golden State is going to have to pay $184 million in luxury tax. Wow. So essentially it's their three, you know, you have that punitive luxury tax where like when you're over at a certain number of years in a row, you have to pay three times. Okay. So that's 184. I think they're like 70 million over, right? So times three, uh, or 60 million. over. Brooklyn is going to pay $131 million in luxury tax. The Clippers, $125 million in luxury tax. Milwaukee, 47, Utah, 36, Lakers, 33, Philadelphia, 11, and Boston, 11. The Clippers have zero maneuverability. There's just not that many ways to improve their team. They have very few options except to keep Paul George and Kawhi Leonard locked up for as long as possible. So this deal that Kawhi signed, uh, technically, I'm going to read you some of the numbers, all right? He signs for $176 million. It's a four-year deal, but he's got an option on that fourth year. So he becomes a free agent after the 23-24 season. After two years, though, he can sign another extension. So it's really just next year and tw- then the following year. Um, he'll make about $40 million in average of those years. And then he can sign an extension where he can do um, a, a pretty big extension in that one. This, but here's what kind of gets me. It's just kind of strange about this, uh, Cap, is he signs for $176 million, this, this one. But the reason it, it could actually could have been more, he could have got $187 million if he had opted into his contract for next year. So he opts out and it ends up costing him now in the scheme of things, it's not all that much, right? But $11 million, $11 million over the course of a contract, still, still a fair amount of money. Um, he, he, I don't really know why he opts out if that's the point. And, and by opting out, he costs the Clippers a chance to get that sort of dis- that disabled player exception. If he misses the whole year, they would have had a $9.5 million disabled player exception that they could have signed a pretty good free agent, um, you know, maybe Dennis Schroeder, somebody, somebody at that level uh, into that spot. So he cost them a, a disabled player exception. He costs himself theoretically $11 million, although he can make some of it back up if he does a future extension. And I don't really know what the whole exercise of that was. I don't really get I don't know, it. man, but that's, that is very complicated. Seriously, as I'm yeah. listening to you describe it all, I'm thinking to myself, this reminds me of when KD signed with Brooklyn, even though everybody knew that he was going to miss his first year yeah. with his Achilles injury. So you're telling me Kawhi is going to get paid about how much next year? $36 million? $39. 39 million and not play. Yeah, 39 did not play. Unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah, but Incredible. you know what? Like, I understand it in the sense that he's a – He's a generational talent. He's really he's he makes them a championship contender. Um, he is that good. He's that important for them, and they have no way to replace him. But this is where you get back into 
the circumstances of how he came to the Clippers in the first place, which is he essentially said, I want to play for you, but I want you to trade for Paul George, which yep. basically gave Oklahoma City so much leverage in that trade that the Clippers have not much left in, in terms of improving the team going forward. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, we'll get more into this uh, as the afternoon goes on. Ramona is in for George Sedano. Sedano and Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Coming up, though, we had a conversation yesterday, Momo, and I definitely need you to jump in on this and, and help figure out which is the best. We started talking yesterday about old-school wrestlers, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes. Everybody had an opinion about it, but now I need you to tell us which of the two is better. I'll explain more of that coming right up. Stick around. Sedano and Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. There it is. Yeah, you said that was uh, that was your era, Bell Biv DeVoe. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kaplan and Momo. Momo in for Sedano today here on 710 ESPN. Hey, Momo, I want to let everybody know yeah. that we are throwing a gigantic fantasy football draft party. Oh, yeah? And, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Keyshawn's flying in from New York. Travis Rogers is going to cool. be there. I'm doing a live broadcast from 4 to 7 p.m., and then after we get off the air at 7 p.m., then the draft party begins. Now, here's the best part of it. We want to invite you guys, the 710 listeners, but when you win, you get to bring nine of your friends. That's how we'll create all these different leagues. And it's all happening on Friday, August 27th at the Hollywood Park Casino. And um, listen today at 615, because today we're going to give away two spots. So that means you and nine of your friends, and then a second one, and you and nine of your friends. So today we're giving away two spots. So be listening Early this evening, about an hour from right now, 6.15 p.m., we're giving away two more spots to our exclusive fantasy football draft at the Hollywood Park Casino. It's going to be freaking awesome. I'm into fantasy football. I keep trying to quit it. I keep trying to say, like, oh, I don't have time for this. Nope. I always play every year. <laughs> I can't help it, right? I'm the opposite. I'm always trying to stay attached to it. I lose my attention so quickly. Uh, I have such a short attention span. Everybody's like, yeah, we get it. Um, but seriously, like I lose my attention. Then I say to my son, I'm like, can you handle our fantasy football team? Do you mind? I tried playing fantasy basketball this year. I lasted like two weeks. Yeah. You know, I'm actually really bad at fantasy basketball because it's almost like I overthink it. You know what I mean? Like I, I always like, I kind of I overthink it too much and like I know too much on fantasy basketball. So it doesn't always lend itself well to making picks where like you'd be like, oh, that guy sucks. Oh, I know they hate him there. They're going <laughs> to trade him. You're like, no, just just do it based on the projections. Like, don't overthink it <laughs> every time. Right. Yeah. Hey, Ramona, yesterday, George yeah. and I got into this conversation and Laura and Jesse, the body, you guys got to get in on this. OK, so yesterday, Laura, I don't even remember how this. Oh, oh, oh no. It just occurred to me. 
Yesterday was Hulk Hogan's birthday. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. And, and and Chris came out with a rejoin. He's like, hey, happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, let me tell you something, brother. And and so I was, I'm a huge wrestling fan. George started talking about what a huge wrestling fan he was. And before you knew it, we were all in on a wrestling conversation yesterday. And that, by the way, blew up with people on Twitter telling me about like different documentaries that I got to go watch. And because we were talking about old school wrestling stuff from when we were little kids, you know. So, Ramona, I'll start with you. Do you have any wrestling in your DNA? Yes, I think I married into wrestling. My husband is a huge fan. He, um, like a few years into our relationship, I found out he subscribed to the WWE Network mm-hmm. and like watched it privately and never told me about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Okay, so we're it's like that now. And so now that's like one of my go-to gifts for him. Like I, I bought him some WWE t-shirts for his birthday recently. And like I've been to a WrestleMania. I've been to a, a Royal Rumble. But most of those were connected to Ronda Rousey because she was making that transition from USC to wrestling. Um, I got kind of into it. I was like, this is sort of fun. Now, I don't know if I could ke- keep up with it every week like real hardcore fans do. But I, I know some of the people. I know some of the characters. Yeah, I um yeah. I have I I I <laughs> I love wrestling. I've loved it since I was a little kid. And um let me tell you that uh today I need you to jump in and help right. judge something here. Now Laura, any wrestling in your background at all? Do you like wrestling at all? Do you know it at all? I used to be obsessed with wrestling when I was younger, like The yeah. Rock, Rikishi, the Ooh, Hardy Rikishi. Boys. <laughs> I know Rikishi. That Rikishi's you know breaking I mean? out some some old school. Okay. Yeah. Who like, else? So, who else do you like? The well, it was like uh, Eddie Guerrero. Like oh, I love the Eddie Guerrero. You. you know what I mean? Like, I love Eddie Guerrero. Um, I used Light to be a steel. big like Edge fan, and then like Triple H. So I, like that era of wrestling. That's, that's my era right there. That was me because I used my mom always said she had two girls and four boys because I'm the sports person in the family, and I was watching basketball, baseball, football, and wrestling was my thing. And when I found out it was fake, I was like, <gasps> Wait, wait, what, what, what did you just say? Wait, what, you know? what did you just say? Yeah, 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 you guys know that. But No, no, no. What did you just say? That when I found out wrestling was fake, I was what's really fake upset. What's fake about it? What's, I don't understand well, what's fake about it. We're not getting into that conversation. But I was, I was just like so mind blown because I was like, what do you mean? Like, this oh, is dude. not, you know? Dude. I mean, I still, like, watched it. But then it got, like, started transitioning into, like, something else. And it just became a lot, man. It became a lot to keep up with. Yeah, it's a big commitment. Yeah. It's a lot, right? When yeah. you say it's fake, I'll tell you guys a quick story. When I was 13 years old. My father took me to my very first wrestling match. And it was my favorite wrestler of all time, Dusty Rhodes. He was taking on Harley Race in a steel cage loser-leave-town match. And um, after the match was over and we, we left the arena, my uncle, who was with us, was like, man, I can't believe how, how good that looks. You know, I mean, it's so fake and everything. I was like, wait, wait, what? What do you mean it's fake? And he's like, yeah, you know, like it's all choreographed and everything. And they know who's going to win. And I'm like, yeah, but I just saw blood running down Dusty Rhodes' face because Harley Race ran his face right into the, to the steel cage. There was blood everywhere. What do you mean it's fake? And I swear to you, when people say it's fake, it drives me nuts because... These guys are such amazing athletes, and they put their bodies on the yeah. line. And so while, the, the, while we may all know, or they all know, what's going to happen ultimately, you know, they get into these long wrestling matches, man. It is tough, and they do it night after night. They travel. They got to eat right. They got to still work out. 
They got to take all their vitamins and say, so let me prayers. tell you the like non wrestling fans view that I had just when I dove into that for a couple of years, like I was, I really, I'm so impressed with wrestlers, not just in their physical abilities. Cause they, they're all really in good shape. Like there's no, they, they have to train. They have to be able to do, they're like stunt men. Right. And women, mm -hmm, but they are correct. great, great entertainers. You cannot have yep. built yourself as a wrestling character without being a great entertainer. I would yep, hire sure. any wrestler out there to be a public speaker for me. Like if I was doing an event, that's who I'd want to MC. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're great. Right. People. Yeah. They're Amazing. great. I mean, and then like, I mean, some of them aren't, but then they got, they hire a mic person right? Right. Somebody to be on the mic for them. But like, dude, who's the guy who plays the guitar? The one, uh, Elias. Yes, Elias. We walk with Elias. We walk with Elias. Like that guy's. That guy's cool. Yeah, man. he 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 blew up his guitar the other night though, so no, oh, he's no. not walking no, with guitar. Elias. It's really yeah, funny like, when you yeah. when he you said release those those songs, man. Those are good. I was oh, he has an album out. He has yeah. an album out that came out like a year or two ago. But yeah. see, that's the thing, Cap. Like it's, I'm not downing them because I was so involved and invested yeah. in that culture it's a culture right when you're a wrestling yeah, fan so i was really invested i was just like whoa but i do respect them for me it just got a lot and then and really like i don't even know where i started like seeing all these like oh this is what happens this is how it's choreographed this is that this is that my brothers who are both autistic my two youngest brothers are both autistic they love wrestling so yeah. i used to buy them tickets to go and they don't care like they would like the smaller, the smallest match of the people that you don't know, like those local wrestling mm -hmm. matches yeah. that Indie pop wrestlers, up. Yep. Yeah, yep. like stuff like that. They love like the bigger events, you know, WWE, like those things. Like I, I, I got to let you know some nice indie shows that are in there. There's a ton. If you're any kind of wrestling fan and you're in this area, there's a ton yeah, of a local indie shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's PWG. Well, there's, there's SoCal PCW Pro Wrestling Ultra. that I like. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 listen, but here's the thing. I'm a little bit ahead of you guys just in terms of when I say ahead, I mean like uh, earlier because my two favorite wrestlers, my two absolute favorite wrestlers were Duff the Road, The American Dream. And Ric Flair, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Ooh, yep. I loved him. Yep. Okay. Now we, we got into this conversation yesterday, Ramona, and, mm -hmm. and and Lindsay jumped in and George jumped in. And before you knew it, everybody was talking about wrestling. And then Twitter blew up with everybody talking to us about wrestling. So here's really the question we need to answer today. Who was the better of the interviews? Was it the American Dream Doth the Road? Or was it Ric Flair? And I want to play for you coming up two of their all-time greatest interviews, and then you can judge for us which of the two were better. You ready to do this? All right, let's do it. All right, we'll come back. You'll hear those two speeches. And Would You Rather is coming up next. But for all you wrestling fans out there, Duff the Rhodes versus Ric Flair, we'll have that coming up. And Would You Rather is next. This is Sedano and Kaplan on 710 ESPN. I'm going to take it away, Chris. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, taking Laura. over the mic. <laughs> Do it, girl. <laughs> For this one. So I have some interesting ones, and I don't think I'm repeating. So, you know, sometimes we run into that in this show. But, Cap, I'm going to start with you, and then, Jesse, you can join in after that. All right. Okay? All right. And, so, and by the way, I just want to remind everybody, we'll come right back to the Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes in just a matter of moments. I know a lot of wrestling fans hanging on. Hold on woo! a second. Time for Would You Rather. Go ahead. Ahead, All right, Cap, this one's for you. We're going to start right. with you. Would you rather be in jail for 10 years or be in a coma for 20 years? Oh, 
gosh. Oy vey. Oy one of vey. them I have to be awake for and one I'm not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll take jail. I'll take jail. <laughs> Mom was like, all right, I'm, I'm doing 10 years in jail. Yeah, 10 years. It's just like, you know, I can write a book about it later. I don't know. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I, I honestly I'll get I, really good shape. I'll, I'll get like really good shape. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Ramona, you get three squares a day. You get time in the gym, you know, out yeah. in the field. But I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I could survive it. I really mm -hmm. don't. I don't know if I could survive 10 years in jail. Yeah. I come walking in and they're like, ooh, look at that fresh piece of white meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For real, yo. Seriously, man. I'm, I'm not joking. There was a show oh, that used to be God. on HBO called Oz. And there was one guy in the show, his name was Tobias Beecher, and he was like this white guy, he was a lawyer, he, he got into a drunk driving accident and killed somebody, and he went into jail, and dude, every guy in that jail was like, him, he's mine, and that would have been me. Wow. So I think, I think, because I'll be sound asleep and out of it for 20 years, <laughs> I'm sad to say I think I'd rather be in a coma than take 10 years in jail. I don't think I could survive. All right, Jesse, uh, before we go to the next one, what about you? Yeah, I'm I'm with Cap, but just not because I'm afraid, just because I feel if you're in a coma for twenty years, you're not gonna feel that twenty years. It's gonna you're gonna fall asleep and then wake up and it's just gonna be like, Whoa, twenty years have passed. And that's you know, rather than living ten years in a prison, I was just like, now nah, just go to sleep. Hmm. Okay. Momo, I, I applaud your uh your fearlessness. You know what though? I would like find something to make myself important there. I like you like I get the like cigarettes or I get something that people need. Oh my like, god. Oh, I become one of those people. Yeah, Momo yeah. is the go-to person. Right. That's what she yeah. wants. Okay, Momo. I just I'm don't know which group I'm, I'm going to hang out with, you know. I don't know who's going to take me in. You know, that's kind oh, of my you problem. Well, you already picked the coma cap, so you you yeah. can't you can't even yeah. think about that anymore. All right. <laughs> You'll be dreaming of that. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> right. So, let's start with Momo for this one. Momo, would you rather lead a boring life from here on forward? Or be reborn with all your memories into a baby, but instead be the opposite sex. Oh, yeah, Whoa, that's, that's super random. Whoa. Okay, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, I got to think about this. Can you, can, we, gotta, we have to go through this again. So I have on. all of my memories, but I wouldn't have my life. Like all right. the people so, around me. Yeah, no, I just have a boring life. I'll take the rest of my life. Okay, so yeah, Cap. So boring life from here on forward. Yeah. Or be it's reborn. It's like a do-over. You're basically saying you want a do-over. You do-over, but instead of being Cap, you're Cap in a woman. But with all your memories. Cap Capella? Capella. <laughs> so I, I'm either living a boring life going forward mm -hmm. or I'm reborn as a female? Yeah. All your memories, you're reborn as a baby, but of the opposite sex. Um, oof. All right. I'm just going to live a boring life. You know what? Screw it. I, I don't even think my life's that exciting as it is right now. <laughs> Seriously. Like, like me and my girlfriend talk about this every night. We're like, gosh, we're just... We're just kind of living a boring life right now. And I mean, mm -hmm. when I say boring, I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm just saying it's... It's dull. You, you it, it's, <laughs> it's routine. All right. What about you, Jesse? <sighs> you know what? I, I was going to go with the boring life, but I, I think it'd be interesting to, to get reborn as opposite sex. Yeah. Interesting the, to view, view life from that perspective. As a woman's mm. perspective, you mean right? When huh. you look down. Mm. All right. On to the next one, right? Let's go with, we'll start with uh, Momo again. Momo, okay. would you rather get caught cheating on your partner or catch your partner cheating on you? Ooh. Damn. That's rough. These are tough today, Laura. You're <laughs> rough, girl. Yeah. God, that's kind of awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would Friday you rather be the tomorrow. cheater? Come on now. Would, would mm -hmm. you rather be the cheater? Yeah, be be the cheater and get caught yeah. or ca catch. Get yeah, get catch. caught or cat do the catching. Yeah, do the yeah. catching. Man, I'd rather right, catch Ramona. him. I'd rather catch him. 
Yeah. I could have messed that girl up, man. I ooh, would mess her. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I am the jealous type. I am ooh. jealous. And he would, he would, first of all, he would never Fiery do that to Momo. me. Yeah. All right. What about no, you? No, like, Ken? if I even find out somebody, like, who was a friend that he used to date, like, I'm like, you need full disclosure right now. I need to know all of them. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Momo yeah. is. He had, like, Damn. one Fuego. friend who he, he had one friend who he used to like date and it didn't like, like for like a hot minute. It was like literally like went on two, two dates or something. Right. And, uh, but they say friends and she's like really good at baking and stuff. And I didn't know that he used to date her. So she used to like bake stuff every time they would meet up. Like she would bake him like, like lemon bars and nice. brownies. And I come, man, they should, tell her to send some more. And then like a year or two later, I found out that they like went on a couple of days before. And I was like, I don't want any more of them. <laughs> I don't care how good they are. I don't care right. how good They're they are. They're so good. It's X'd out. Right. <laughs> these lemon bars, they suck. I hate no, these lemon bars. No, they're so good. They're so yeah. good. Right. But they but suck she, but so much. Hate him. What about you, Cap? What about yeah. you? Okay, I would rather catch somebody cheating on me than be okay. the cheater. And yeah. the reason is, is because, so I have this like thing about honesty, and I never want to live a lie because mm. living a lie is like a weight on your shoulders. You know Amen. that that you're cheating, you're lying, you're you're having to come up with stories. You know, you're you're constantly covering your tracks. I don't ever want to live like that. So mm -hmm. as much as it might be painful to have somebody cheat on you, mm. I'd rather them cheat on me than me be the cheater. Because now you look in the mirror, you know, That's now true. I'm getting into like my whole integrity thing and yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. But okay. I'm serious. Like, I just, I can't live the lie. You, Jesse? Yeah, same. I'd rather uh, catch the cheating because okay. there's that. There's, I just feel better. Not, I don't say yeah. feel better, but just more, more control over yourself and, you know. Right. Whatnot. I'm with you guys. I would rather catch them cheating. I just be like, yeah, Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I'm also a terrible Bye, liar. Felicia. Me like, too. I'm terrible. Like I and I can't even. It, I tell the truth even when I lie. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. I just got like I get feel too, especially around my husband. Like I can't lie oh, to him. So yeah, it's like you. it would be terrible. I couldn't live with that. No. All right, Cap. Would you rather have your lair be underwater, Ooh. or have your lair be on the side of a cliff? Oh, this is easy. Did you say my lair? Yeah, your yeah. lair. Your, lair. your so, secret Batman lair. Yeah. Like your Batcave. Oh, your Batcave. Secret cave. Oh, your right. headquarters. Thanks. You want to Thanks, pretend everybody. you're Batman. <laughs> come on. Come on, Captain. <laughs> Wasn't that obvious? <laughs> yeah. So so I, I, I really, you say on the side of a, uh, like an So it's edge. either underwater mm -hmm. or on the side of a cliff. Yeah. Both of these sound horrible to me, just so, <laughs> so you know. What? Um, no, they do. Because like the underwater thing makes me feel like I can't breathe. And the um, on the side of a cliff, like if you've ever driven through, I like have. if you if you mm. go up like Beverly Glen and you're headed towards Mulholland, um, and you it. look at those houses that are up on the on the cliffs, and you see that they have like no back, but you walk out of the back, but there's these poles that are holding these things up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how the hell does anybody live up there? I would freak out money. every day. Yeah, no, but I, I but seriously, <laughs> like, you might have all this money, but like every time I go outside, I feel like the house is gonna fall off the cliff. So both sound horrible, but. I'd rather live above the water and have the fresh air than live under the water. So I'm going to go okay. with the uh, with the cliff. Momo? I am really afraid of heights. Ooh, you're so there's no way I'm doing the cliff. Okay, underwater for Momo. Yeah, underwater for me. But do I can do I get can I breathe underwater? Do yeah, I you can breathe. Gear? I mean, it's your lair. It's your lair. You're gonna you do whatever you want with yeah, it. Yeah, I got like yeah. gills and stuff. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I can, it I can it opens up from the top like in yeah, uh, Batman versus Superman, and you just kind of go yeah, right in. You can make it whatever you want. It's just either yeah, gonna be on okay, the cliff like or underwater. 
Yeah, not on a cliff. I get I get nervous just thinking about it. Okay. Jesse? All right. Kind of uh, with Momo, but the opposite. I can't swim, so I'm staying in the <laughs> cliff all day. <laughs> all right. I got one more for you guys if you guys let me. All right. Keep going. All right. Momo, would you rather have free tickets to the Super Bowl for life or have free tickets to every NBA Finals game for life? Oh, easy. Ooh. That's easy. Finals. NBA Finals. No, no worry. I mean, like to me, the Super Bowl is as much about the is as much about the commercials as it is about the game. So, like, and like basketball, I I go to the finals most years. I have been. There's a, I know you're a that's cheat really code, fun, but you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even think the Super Bowl is that fun, is it? Have you, Cap? Have you been? Oh my God, I haven't. I haven't missed a Super Bowl since uh, I think my first one was 1997. Yeah. And I go every year, and um, and I, I can't say I honestly stay for the game every year, but I probably every couple of years I'll stay for the game. I, this is easy for me. I would take the Super Bowl tickets over the NBA Finals tickets all day, every day. Mm-hmm. But like, what immediately sparked my thought was that's because if I didn't want to go to the game, man, I stand right out in front and just take that cash. I mean, Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> seriously, yeah. like, I, I have so many friends that are NFL mm-hmm. players or coaches that – that sell their Super Bowl tickets and make bank off of them every year. So, yeah, I'll take those Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. All right. I kind of figured that's how you guys were going to go. I was like, Momo's going to do the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. and Cap is going to do the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how and it played Jesse? out. I, I think I would take the NBA Finals tickets just yeah. because there, there's more games, so there's more chance of – just being excited. Yeah, because the Super Bowl sometimes, you know, what if you get stuck in that Super Bowl that was with the Rams and the Patriots where it was it was what, thirteen total points? Ugh. Come on, like that that's a that's dull. And they only get there. one. I See for me, game. for me, I I thought about this too, right? Because I love I love both sports equally. But for me, what did it was like the halftime show. I was like, because sometimes you get rude, ah, you know, like that's, true. I, that's a good point. Prince. So for me it was like, whoa, like I Never could have seen Prince, but if I'm at Super Bowl, I would have seen Prince. Yeah. I would have seen JLo. I would have seen Madonna. So it's for me, that's what did it was the halftime show. I think a couple of years ago, it was the Broncos and the Panthers in Santa Clara, and Beyonce did the halftime. I'm like 99% sure because I think Lady Gaga did the anthem. So mm. yeah, and that was a great one to be at. And that was an amazing game and an incredible environment. So yeah, I love the Super Bowl, and I would take those Super Bowl tickets. All right, great job, Laura. Coming up. Let's get an update with Kiki on traffic, and then let's get back and make a decision. Ric Flair versus Dust the Road, the American Dream. Okay, because we I want to play this for you, and Ramona, you're going to have to be you're going to have to be the judge here. Okay, okay, cool. And who knows what this might do in your in your house? You know, who knows if if you pick the wrong side? I mean, who knows what your husband might think about this? So stick around, everybody. I don't know what I'm enjoying having on television more in front of me right now. The Field of Dreams baseball game between the Yankees and the White Sox because it's at this Field of Dreams in Iowa. Or the Little League World Series between Pennsylvania and New Jersey. I'm a huge Little League World Series fan. I watch it every summer. So two baseball things happening right now at the same time. And I'm kind of, I got my eye on both of them. Ramona Shelburne is in for Sedano, Sedano, and Kaplan here on 710 ESPN. And I just want to remind everybody, coming up tonight at 6.15, we're giving away two, two spots in our huge fantasy football draft party that's going to happen on August 27th at Hollywood Park Casino. 6.15 tonight, we're giving away two, and that means you bring nine of your friends, so 20 people will be part of this event. Keyshawn's going to be there, Travis Rogers. I'm doing a live broadcast from 4 to 7 p.m. that day. Stay tuned, 6.15. We're going to give you a chance to win, and we're going to give away two today. All right, Momo, we all talked about wrestling, 
Everybody here has a, a, a love for wrestling, which is amazing. I love it. So for me, there are two guys who were the greatest uh, talkers of pro wrestling. And, you know, being in the ring is one part of being a great wrestler, but giving a great interview, I think, is the even more important part of being a pro wrestler. How do you feel about that? Oh, 100%. Like, if you can't, it, it, being, what you do in the ring is just one thing. But what you do on the mic is what separates you. That's your character. So for me, as a kid growing up in the 80s, there, were, there was a, a good guy and a bad guy. Oh, you yeah. know, a baby face and a heel. That's what they called them. And the good guy was Dusty Rhodes. He was like the guy, his dad was a plumber, and, and he was just a regular All-American guy. And he was, you know, overweight, but he still was super athletic versus a guy like Ric Flair who had the hair and the sunglasses, and he bragged about how rich he was. And so good guy, bad guy, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Ramona, here to me are two of these are excerpts from the two greatest speeches if you will interviews of all time in pro wrestling jesse the body what do you want to start with first here should we go rick flair first or should we go dusty Rhodes first what do you say body let's go rick flair first all right here you go ramona because you're gonna have to judge which is better okay here's a portion of rick flair get ready Woo! we are on tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive now buddy landell it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Yeah, having a really hard time holding these alligators down. How do you like that, Ramona? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, let's hear Dusty. Okay, Dusty Rhodes, hard times. Jesse? You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard times. It's true. That is hard Dang. times. Dang. That is hard times. I know I'm not exactly what the athlete of the day is supposed to look like. My belly just a little bit big. My honey just a little bit big. But, brother, I am bad. And there were only two bad people. And one of them was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other one's standing right here. So, look, I mean, this is very hard for me, Ramona. They're, they're, yeah. both, they're both awesome. You know, the Rolex-wearing <sighs> son of a gun who's having a hard time keeping these alligators on the ground versus the hard time, daddy. They give him a watch, they kick him in the butt, and they say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. Ramona, I mean, we could open it up real quick. There's really no there's really no debate for me. This is oh. really clear to me. Oh, oh. It oh. is Ric Flair by a landslide. Oh my. The rhetorical flourish, the, the like all the, the the setup that he has, he he's like the, you do that play the part of where he gets into the to keep these alligators down. Like that that's great. And then 
punctuating it with the woos in there that everybody can be call and response with. Woo, woo. I mean, just like punctu. That's great. And now, I really do like Dusty in the in the sense that he has like a great character and he's like the everyman. He's the working man. Like that's great, but that just sounds like every other political speech I've ever heard. Like he's out <laughs> he's out stumping for votes, running for the twelfth district in Kansas, right there. Like I this Ric Flair. Rick Flair's doing things. He's okay. just not he's not asking for sympathy. Rick okay. Flair's out there doing things. Woo! Well, well Rick Flair yeah. put hard time, Rick Flair put hard times on this country when it well, took the road out. Am I supposed to like feel bad for him? Yes, you should Rick feel Flair's very bad. Rick Flair's getting for him. over, man. Rick Flair's yeah. doing things. Woo! Come on now. It's not even All right. close. So so let me let me run something. Uh, Laura, we've never quite done this on the show, but I'd love to give this a shot real quick. I'd like to run a, <laughs> uh, an Insta poll. Okay, an Insta poll. Here's what I here's what I have in mind. Um, I need 11 phone calls, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. No, no, that's okay. We, we, <laughs> but, but here's, here's the deal. You ready? Um, so Ramona says Ric Flair. I say Dusty Rhodes. Laura, what do you say? I was torn because I love Dusty's passion, but the I don't give a mm, attitude of Rick is what made it for me. Okay, so we've got two for Ric Flair, one for Dusty Rhodes, Jesse the Body. You know what they say about hot times. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no one getting better over the whole hot times. That was a terrible Dusty. I got yeah. Dusty. That, I got that. That okay. passion is what sold me. I love okay. Ric Flair and everything, but the, you, you hear the fire in Dusty's uh, promo. Okay, so we got we, it's two to two. So now what we really need is we need seven phone calls. 877 uh, 710 ESPN, 877-710-3776. When you call and you get on the air, all you need to do is just put out your vote. You either you'll come on the air and you say Dust the Roth, or you come on the air and you say Ric Flair, and you can even throw in a woo. But now we only need seven since we're we're divided as a team here. It's two two. The score is two two, and we'll only need seven calls to get to eleven. We have to have an odd number, obviously. Oh man, I wonder how the audience will vote here. I thought everybody was going to be with me on Dust the Roth. Woo! Nah, I'm with Momo, but you know. Smart girls stick together. So. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to watch a promo, kind of more uh, a modern promo, there's there's two that come to mind directly when when you guys are talking about this. One is Chris Jericho's debut where he went up toe-to-toe -to -toe against The Rock, who's, you know, probably one of the better promo speakers yeah. in all wrestling. And then two, all, when Austin 316 was born at the King of the Ring, when he unleashed that, you know, DTA, don't trust anybody, Austin 316 is going to run over your candy ass. Oh, sorry. Ooh. All right, let's let, let us go to the phones very quickly. Hopefully, we'll be able to take seven calls here, real, real quick. I don't know who's on the phone. I don't know anybody's name. I don't know where they're from. None of that information is important. I'm going to put you on the air, and then all you have to do is just say Dusty Rhodes or Ric Flair, and we'll come to a conclusion. All right, line one. Hello, you are on the air. You're on 710 ESPN. Hello, who are you voting for? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Okay, three to two. Line two. Hello, you're on the air. Who are you voting for? Line two, you're Rick on the Blair. air. Rick Flair. Okay, we've Rick got Blair. a tie Woo! ball game. We've got a tie ball game. Line three, you are on the air. Hello, who are you voting for? Rick Flair. Woo! Okay. That's right. me doing that, if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> line four, line four, you are on the air. What is your vote? Hello. Hello. Yes. Woo! That's it. Rick Flair. Woo! That like Rick Rick Flair. Flair. All right. Line five. You are on the air. You're on 710 ESPN. Who are you voting for? Lone Chubo and Rick Flair. Woo! 
think we have a winner. I think we have a winner. I think Ric Flair is going to win. I think Ric Flair is going to win. Six to three Look. right now. Six, Look, six to three. three. People six want three. men of action. People want men of action. He's doing things. Yeah. yeah. We have right. six to three, but we do got a full board of call. So go okay. ahead. Let's Kat. do it. All Keep right. going. Right. Line is this line six. 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 Line six. You're on the air. Good afternoon. Good evening. What do you got? Dusty Rose. Oh, okay. All right. We're getting ourselves back in the game. It's six to four in favor of Ric Flair. Now go to line seven, please, Laura. Line seven. Hello, you are on the air. Who are you voting for? Is the Rolex wearing? Woo! Woo! All right. And that does it. <laughs> Seven to four is the final score yep. in favor of Ric Flair over the, the Road, the American Dream. All right. <laughs> Jesse, we lost, man. It's okay. You know, and uh, in wrestling, sometimes you got to go down and go over. Yep. You got to lay down. You got to put you. Sometimes people just have to put people over. And in this case, the people put Ric Flair over. Can I ask a question, though? (laughs) So my uh, my former agent is like a big WWE guy now. You know, Nick Khan. He runs the the business side. Okay. Okay. How is the WWE doing? Like, I heard that, like, there's like a rival league. What's the. I think there's what's the a the rival Jesse, thing. Jesse, that's what's the one? Up, right? what's the the one, Jacksonville uh, owner, right? That guy? Oh, yeah. so that's uh that's yeah, a WWE, which is owned by Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, they're the big mainstream one, but there's a company AEW. called AEW that yeah. is yeah. Uh, owned by Dusty Rhodes's uh one of his sons, uh Cody yeah. Cody Rhodes, who is they're con- they're competing, but for the most part it's well, AEW the knows what they are. They, yeah, yeah they, they, they know got, what like, they the are. They've got like the old WCW guys, like Sting is still at it. Yeah, so. All right, well, hey, great job, everybody, for jumping yeah. in on that. And I love how many wrestling fans there are out there. Stick around. Laura's got what you need to know next. This is Kaplan and Momo in for Sedano. Stick around at 710 ESPN.